Hello and welcome to the Ice Guys, brought to you by the National Hockey Now Network. This is the show that takes you into the world of the National Hockey League. Every game, every day, from a betting perspective. With pro sports handicappers, Ian Cameron, Alex B. Smith, and various guests from the world of hockey and sports betting. And now, here's your host, Ian Cameron. Welcome to the Ice Guys, presented by National Hockey Now, Tuesday, March 28th. Ian Cameron with you, and Straight Bet Ben is back with us here as a guest on this show, ready to break down this Tuesday card, 10 games on tap, and it is a BetCast Tuesday. It's a BetCast game day once again, and uh, that comes your way tonight. Looking forward to it, as always. Tons of fun. Uh, we just watch the games. We try to make some live bets, try to make some money along the way. We have bring our favorite adult beverages onto the scene, beer, whiskey, wine, whatever, champagne in some cases. Alex has had champagne on the BetCast a couple of times, but it's just a lot of fun. It's a bar and a pub atmosphere. Think of it just as you're chilling with your buddies watching the games at a bar. I mean, it's just that kind of experience on the uh, Ice Guys live BetCast. That's what makes it so much fun. And, of course, we've got another one tonight. Uh, at 7 o'clock p.m. Eastern Time. Uh, so make sure you join us. Live betting and commentary with me, uh, Alex P. Smith. Alex is not on the show this afternoon, but he will be on the BetCast tonight. And, of course, many of our viewers and listeners joining us as guests. And Ben will be on the BetCast as well for a little bit tonight. So drinking encouraged, of course. DM me at Bobano on Twitter or email Bobano350 at gmail.com to request a spot on the live BetCast tonight, and we will send you the link for it before it begins. A lot of fun, a great card tonight, so make sure you join us, at least for a bit. You don't have to stay long. If you want to join the stream tonight and only stay for five or ten minutes, that's fine. You can stay for as little as you like or as long as you like. That's the beauty of it. So now the Ice Guys live BetCast tonight, looking forward to it uh, once again. Uh, by the way, speaking of uh, looking forward to it, I'm sure uh, Ben's been looking forward to his next special guest appearance here, especially now because he was telling me before the show started, he's been on quite the run here uh, in the last four days, particularly uh, in the NHL. We've got a red-hot NHL handicapper apparently joining us on the show today. Tell us about it. Yeah, man. So um, <clears throat> before I start off, make sure you guys drink responsibly and then gamble responsibly because sometimes – that's couple, true. Yes. Yeah. yeah. A couple beers can play some uh bad bets. But um, yeah, man, I'm feeling great. Uh it's just an unbelievable run we're on 26 and 3 in all sports, wow. most mostly hockey. Um, and it's all transparency on my action app, so you guys can see all the plays I've been doing, <clears throat> as well as on Twitter. But um, yeah, just a great night, man. Feeling good. Sticking to the formula. Uh, it's ups and downs. It comes in waves. But we're just looking to stay positive every night. And building off these past four days, we've built some good bankroll to, um, to, to make some money with. So guys, if you've been following me um, or Ian and <clears throat> just making good money, bet responsibly. Don't blow all your profit from the night before. Let's just keep building. So if we have an off night, we can always bounce back the next day or the day after that. So great week, great seven days, great last four days. That's probably like the best I've ever done ever. So we're going to keep trying to go hot. It's hard when you've been on such a good run to stay with it because we all know sports betting is an up and down game and you can't predict everything that's going to happen every night. But sticking to the formula, let's get some winners tonight. And yeah, that's about it. Yeah, exactly. Incredible run. Twenty six. I've had a 
I think I've had a, I've had an 18 and two run uh, in the past. It was it's a few incredible. years ago. Uh, and uh, I've had, I think a 12 and one run uh, in the past. Incredible. I've had a couple of really good ones, but I don't even think I've had 26 and three and I've been at this for 13 years now, full time. So that's an incredible accomplishment. Uh, and hopefully today's not the day to uh, have a bad day. Yes. Uh, hopefully uh, things I keep, hopefully yes. things I keep are rolling now with uh, you uh, on the uh, show uh, here on this uh, Tuesday. Just quickly on last night, because we really want to get into today's games. It's going to be a long day with the BetCast, so I, I try to get, I get, try to keep a brisk pace with the Tuesday show when we have a BetCast on the, that night, uh, because we're going to be on the air a lot. So just quickly on last night, really the only games I'm going to bring up is let's give Edmonton some credit. It was again Arizona was a tough out for them as we thought they would be. But the Oilers got the two points. Wasn't pretty. Jack Campbell again, up and down. But they get the win. That's all that matters last night against Arizona uh, in that game. Uh, we saw, obviously, a Buffalo, a big blow to their playoff chances, only getting a point at home against Montreal and a shootout loss there. Uh, that was unfortunate for them. Uh, the Islanders get a big two points beating New Jersey last night, and uh, I was on the Islanders. Uh, I thought that was a good spot for them. And Sorokin was just outstanding once again in net. Uh, helping the Islanders to victory. But the uh, big headline of the night to me is yet another missed opportunity and another failure for the Florida Panthers with these games becoming even more important uh, and these games and the points becoming even more valuable. They are just spitting the bit, essentially, at the wrong time. That's now three straight losses for the Panthers to the Leafs and the Rangers at home. They go to Ottawa last night and, you know, just not good enough. Uh, bad goal allowed by Bobrovsky, which really put the game away. That Stutzla power play goal, it's got to be stopped. Went right through him on the short side. Uh, but, it, you know, defensive breakdowns again, undisciplined, stupid penalties. Uh, and unfortunately, it was a really dumb penalty to take for Florida that gave Ottawa that late power play to put the game away, essentially. So the Panthers are in a world of hurt. I mean, you just thought for a little bit there about a week, week and a half ago, they were starting to get back on track and they pulled themselves to within one point of the Pittsburgh Penguins for that final spot. And now here they are again, falling backward again. And uh, the more I watch Florida, the more I don't see a Stanley cup playoff team. That's all there is to it. All right, uh, Ben, anything to say? Oh, <laughs> ben, well, you didn't, you didn't ask to you. I should have queued it to you. I should have queued it to you. Anything you want to say about last night quickly? Um, yeah, so we fired off on a couple of same game parlays. Um, we may need to change my name to same game parlay, Ben, because those have been straight money for us. Um, we saw the Canadians pull through. Hey, uh, you that... were anti-parlay when you first joined this show, so you're softening your – You know I, what? I, even you know... I like the SGPs, and I mentioned them on this show. Those are the ones that, you know, it's worth it to look at it if you find some value. Right, so that's kind of how I've been playing, Ian, and I'll go over today when we go over some – some of these games, but like last night, for example, we had Arizona plus three and a half and over five and a half. That got us to minus 120. So that gives oh, really? us really that's interesting. Yeah. Yep. So that gives us cushion yep. uh with with the spread. Obviously, the games goes into OT. Eight eight and two in the Coyotes last 10 home games um have been decided by one or two goals. So I just try to find those spots that are like have good cushion and good probability. Um, and then we did another one with uh, Colorado over four and a half total goals in the game and Ducks under four and a half. Um, that cleared easily. Um, we got minus 140 on that. So it's just trying to find like the best value over five and a half Canadians and over two and a half team total for the Canadians got us to minus 115. So it's just for me um, that that was money for us last night. You talk about the Panthers. Um, I put out a tweet earlier saying the 
Uh, the Sens price keeps rising. It opened at plus 115, I think, and it rose all the way to plus 130, even with Sam Bennett being out of the lineup. Um, I saw a lot of people on the Panthers. I put a tweet out last night to pay attention to the price and see how it's moving with Sam Bennett out. So I put, I didn't give it out as a play, but I expected the the Sens to actually come out on top of that one. And, uh, you know, we saw what happened. And I, I just can't trust some of these teams in the NHL right now. Jets, Flames, Panthers, all in my list of like i'm not gonna put the house behind them right now yeah untrustworthy uh, that's exactly right. what they are and i could say uh, something about all that whole bunch that uh you know it's just you know trusting them to win comfortably is not something that's uh, easy to do uh, at this point uh, in time all right let's get into tuesday's card it's a huge one 10 games will begin with the columbus blue jackets taking on the new york rangers uh we have the rangers minus 410 how about that a big home favorites here six and a half the total in this one um, uh, when I look at this matchup here, this definitely from a Ranger standpoint, uh, coming off, of course, a win against the aforementioned uh, Florida Panthers uh, over the weekend, uh, 4-3 uh, in that one with uh, Yaro Halak in net, but uh, still able to get the victory uh, over the uh, Panthers. Uh, it's a team that's now 6-1 and one in their last seven games, so definitely played pretty good hockey. But you look at the last stretch of games, right? They played Carolina, back-to-back, division rival, play a Florida Panthers team that, look, is a team that's fighting for their playoff lives. But anyway, three marquee games. You've got Columbus tonight, and then you go to New Jersey. You play the Devils coming up on Thursday night in a huge game in the division, and you're trying to obviously uh, maybe catch them for second. It's not going to be easy for the Rangers. I don't think they can, but it's a huge game against the Devils. They're likely first-round opponent. I mean, and Columbus is coming off a beatdown against Montreal, 8-2. to two. I'm going to bet Columbus in the first period here at, at a big price. It's just one of those swing for the fences bets that just in the pit of my gut, I think Columbus might come out and flat Rangers team in the first period coming back off the road, uh, the devil's game on tap and Columbus at look, I don't care. They're not a good hockey team. Columbus. We know that nobody wants to get embarrassed like that. Eight to two uh, by the Montreal Canadians the other night. I think this is not a bad spot at all to take us, take a shot. Plus 215, plus 220, first period money line here with the Columbus Blue Jackets and maybe catch the Rangers napping early. But that's probably going to be the extent of it. I don't know if I can trust this team for the full 60 minutes. You know, if they even if the Rangers get behind, you know they've got the firepower to come back. And you know the Columbus defense is the kind of defense that can let a team back into the game. So uh, definitely I think that's the way I would go here. I just, I like this situation. It's a three big, big three games. They play back to back the home and home with Carolina, the Florida game on the road, back home an embarrassed Columbus team. I think early the, the jackets could strike here against this Rangers team. I also like the first, first period, both teams to score at plus plus one fifty five in this game. And if you actually look back at yesterday, the three, First period, both teams to score bets that I recommended that I liked that I ended up betting went two and one. You know, we had Florida, Ottawa, which was the only loss uh, in the both teams to score. That was two nothing Ottawa. Damn, Florida couldn't even get a goal for us with their, uh, such an important game. They couldn't even score in the first period against Mad Sogard. So that was frustrating. But the other ones both cashed. We liked Montreal, Buffalo, both teams to score in the first period. That cashed. We liked Edmonton, Arizona. Uh, both teams to score in the first period, that cash. So two and one yesterday with those. I think both teams can find the back of the net here. I would probably look over six and a half as well, minus 120. Again, I just I just think this is a this is a spot for a Rangers team that defensively might be a little bit off their game, a little bit lackadaisical, sleepwalk. 
And I think that could open the door for Columbus to find the back of the net here, even with probably Shesterkin and net, I would think, uh, tonight. But I also think that the uh, Rangers, obviously, against a Jackets team that we know can give up goals, will find their share of them here tonight. And I'm also looking at the uh, projected goalies here, Michael Hutchinson and net for the uh, Jackets. So that tells you all you need to know there as well. And that's probably the biggest fear I have with the Columbus first period is him being in net. But I still think the Rangers could be caught in a really, really flat spot early in this hockey game. So three bets here, Columbus money line in the first period, taking a shot with that. Uh, first period, both teams to score, plus 155, and also over 6.5, minus 120. Uh, ben, do you like anything here? Jackets, Rangers. Yeah, so, I mean, it's not a huge game I'm crazy on, but um, to give you a little stat on the Blue Jackets, the road team is 7-2 and two in the last nine meetings, and Blue Jackets are 5-1 and one in the last six meetings in New York. Dating back to 2018. Yeah, they give them, that's another thing I looked at. They have been a tough out for the Rangers. Hard to explain, but it's that's the way it's been. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, I wouldn't – me personally, um, I love the first period play because you're just getting good price, and if it loses uh, – if it wins, you're going to clear out some other bets you may lose. The way I see it, if they don't win the first period, they're not winning the game. You know, because they're behind one nothing or 2 nothing or something like that. I mean, are they really going to come back against a good team like the Rangers? If they don't get them early, they'll never get them. That's the way exactly. I see it. Exactly. Yeah, that's a good uh, eye for that game for sure. Um, yeah, so we got some good stats for the road team. Um, but, you know, we got Merz Leakins, who's injured. Um, you said we have Hutchinson in that or Gillies? Uh, it's Hutchinson. 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 Okay, so so honestly, I think the Rangers are going to be a little too much for either of them to handle. Um, the Rangers have also are 8-1-1 in the last 10. Uh, they're moving within four points of the number two seed in the Metro. Um, I think honestly, they'll definitely try to, I just have a, I like your play on the value. I just can't see the blue jackets really holding up too much. Um, I, I would go first period puck line, maybe on the Rangers. If anything, we also have some good under trends, but you know, Rangers have been scoring as well. So I'd probably stay off that. If anything, I would do a first period puck line with the Rangers, and then hey, maybe I'll throw a couple bucks on the first period uh, money line for the Jackets, just in case one doesn't hit. Yeah, definitely. Uh, de in this game, yeah, I mean, I just think the Rangers are flat early. That's the yeah. impetus for this. And Columbus, uh, you know, obviously coming off getting blown out by Montreal. Yeah, Merzlikens is injured yet again. Poor guy. I mean, just a has no luck. He has had a really tough go. I mean, in terms of his, uh, uh, you know, last year or so, the, the, what, the shit that went down off the ice with the, the passing of his uh, countrymen and uh, teammate in the, in the tragic uh, incident with the fireworks. I mean, that's awful. He's had a tough time mentally shaking that off. He struggled on the ice, finally is healthy, returns the other uh, night, and here he is injured again with that leg injury. So uh, it's just tough times for uh, Elvis Merzlikens. But, uh, yeah, I think Columbus could – and Columbus has actually been a thorn in the Rangers' side, you can't, especially in New York. Yeah, five of the last six at Madison Square Garden. The Jackets have won. So uh, I do think there's a little bit of a tricky trap spot for the Rangers, especially with the Devils coming up uh, in their uh, next game. And quickly on props here for uh, this one, uh, and uh, you look at the uh, the board here as far as the prop market's concerned, there are a few that stand out. I mean, especially on the Columbus side, uh, Kent Johnson and Jack Roslevic, they're on three-game point streaks. I wouldn't talk anyone out of props involving them or also to score a goal. You never know, but certainly the point prop, uh, they have been uh, cashing in lately, uh, both of those players for the uh, Columbus Blue Jackets. Uh, Emil Bemstrom uh, has gone over his shots in eight of the last ten. Adam Fox is on a, 
strong eight game point eight of the last 10. He's gotten a point uh, for the uh, New York Rangers. Uh, I think, too, if you're going to look at a goal prop on the uh, Rangers uh, side of the equation, uh, I'd maybe look toward him. I think he's going to show signs, I think, of starting to heat up again for the uh, Rangers. He's streaky, but he got a goal and an assist against Florida. Philip Hedel, he's a streaky guy. You know, he went through a little cold spell there, but wouldn't surprise me to see Philip Hedel get it going again after scoring against Florida uh, the other night. All right, next up, Tampa Bay, Carolina. We've got Carolina minus 135, home favorites, six the total uh, in this game. Now, we all remember what happened the last time these teams played, and it was right here in Carolina. It was probably the worst game of the year for the Tampa Bay Lightning, or certainly one of. Uh, a game where what What do they have, like uh, four <laughs> shots on goal after two, six shots on goal after two periods? It was just a bludgeoning by the uh, Carolina Hurricanes uh, over this Tampa Bay Lightning team. And it was a Sunday afternoon game on TNT as well. I mean, and they just got completely uh, crushed, six to nothing in Carolina. Yeah, what did they have? They had four shots on goal after the first two periods. Shots were 23 to four in favor of the Carolina Hurricanes after the first two periods of that hockey game. So, yeah, it's been a very a long uh, you know, time. It's not been a long time since that game. It was early in the month of March, but – uh, you know, Tampa Bay, you would think in theory, this team brings, brings it tonight because of the fact that that was just such a horrendous loss. And, you know, it's a division rival, but they're just not, they're just not playing well. They're not playing well. They're not finding ways to win games. I thought their effort was a lot better against the Boston Bruins on Saturday afternoon, but it was still not enough for the uh, Tampa Bay lightning to win. They fall short, lose two to one uh, to the Bruins, their fourth straight loss. I mean, I think you should see a, um, an amped up Lightning team, but you know, and I again, I thought we saw that against Boston, but it still wasn't enough to win, and that's the uh, concern I have. Carolina is coming off a four-three shootout loss to uh, the Boston Bruins as well, so both of these teams are off losses to Boston over the weekend. It was a four-three shootout loss for Carolina, and I saw that game, and uh, I thought Carolina certainly could have won that game, and. Uh, you know, a couple of blunders here and there. They got into some penalty trouble, and more importantly, Freddie Anderson. There's two goals he, he has to have. He has to stop that first shot. It, he didn't even get all of that shot on goal, uh, that first uh, goal that went in from Pasternak, and it just went right under his pads, right through him. Terrible goal to give up. Then he didn't seal off the short side on one of the other goals that Pasternak scored in that game. So I didn't think Freddie Anderson was very good for Carolina in that game. And like I said, after that game, I mean, with Boston resting a couple of guys and Carolina ended up still losing that game. I said, the more I watch it, the more, you know, I, Rod Brindamore and Carolina almost have to seriously consider Kochekov game one. I mean, uh, at this point, and Kochekov is going to be the starting goalie tonight for the uh, Carolina Hurricanes. You assume it'll be Vasilevsky here uh, for this uh, Tampa Bay team tonight. I like the draw here. Uh, that's really the way I'm going to go. I don't really want to back either side. Because uh, I do worry Tampa Bay does snap the streak tonight. I do think that every there's there, there's no reason they shouldn't bring it hard tonight after getting totally uh, humiliated by Carolina earlier this month. But at the same time, you can bring all the effort you want. You still got to play well. You still got to execute. And Tampa Bay's having issues right now, both ends of the ice with their execution. One game their defense is you know not good, and then of course against Boston, then all of a sudden you know they play better defensively and they can't score. So. They're just not getting both the ends of the ice working, uh, all aspects of their game clicking all at once. So I think the effort will be good, but doesn't guarantee they're going to win. Uh, so I don't want really Tampa, nor do I want to lay minus 135 with Carolina. I think the draw is the best option, because keep in mind, before that 6 nothing loss 
that Tampa suffered uh, against Carolina on March the 5th. Three of the last four meetings had gone past regulation uh, between these two teams. So we've seen a lot of uh, close games. Uh, Carolina's gone beyond regulation two of their last five games, uh, including the Boston game uh, in their last game on Sunday. So I think there's reasons to like this draw and reasons to think we could see this game go beyond 60 minutes tonight. So uh, lightning and hurricanes draw for me is the best way to go. And you can get that at plus 325. Uh, ben, what do you think here? Tampa Bay, Carolina. Amazing draw price. You guys have just been on fire with those lately. It's cr it's crazy to see. Can you hear me all right? Oh yeah, perfect. Okay, yep. all right, awesome. I just and we had a near mind. miss at plus four fucking eighty with Edmonton, wow. Arizona last night. Oh, that was frustrating. That close to getting there with it. But, the Coyotes oh well. always bring it back somehow. That's just yeah. everyone underestimates them at Mullet Arena. We got to stop that. But uh, Lightning versus Hurricanes. This has been the game that has been haunting me since two a.m. last night. Um, I was winding down the night, checking the lines, and I saw uh, Hurricanes minus 130, I believe it opened at minus I'm just seeing your Twitter now. You've got an interesting little SGP that you've cooked up for this game. That's right. pretty That's actually uh, – I'm looking at it now. It makes a lot of sense, actually, the way you're, you've approached it with that. Right. So we have, two, we have two ways to take this game. I placed the – I looked at the minus 140. I would usually play that price. But off top, I like the Hurricanes to win. Um, I, I, you know, I just, I can't put my money behind Tampa, even at a plus price. Um, I don't know. It's just lightning our own four versus Eastern conference, lightning our own four in the last four of all hurricanes are nine and two in the last 11 versus the Atlantic. There's, there's a lot that goes against the lightning. However, situational spot as you, as you, um, made clear, so I placed the hurricanes money line plus over three and a half that got us to minus one Oh five. Um, however, waking up and just realizing a little too late that this may be a strong revenge spot for the Lightning, I cooked up a little same game parlay, um, and this comes out to minus 110. We got the Lightning plus two and a half, over three and a half goals for the whole game, and under two and a half for the first period. Um, I think we definitely see a heavy defensive game for this one. As Ian was saying, um, it could totally be a revenge spot for the Lightning, and a, a tight checking game is what I expect at the most. Um, Hurricanes last five games, the first period has gone under in all five as well for the Lightning's last five. Um, also head to head, they haven't had a game where the first period saw two goals yet. Um, and also every meeting has gone above three and a half goals, except back in November, 2021, where it was two one. Um, the only time the hurricane, the Lightning haven't covered plus two and a half is in the last meeting where the Hurricanes shut them out six zero. Um, that's the only concern because we're at the same venue, but I just can't see a, a way where the, the lightning don't step it up in this one. I just can't see it. Um, I don't really trust, trust Vasilevsky. Um, I think I, I, he's just not the same goalies last year, so I can't trust him completely, but I can, but I can trust the lightning to keep it within two goals. And I can expect that it goes over three and a half goals. And I can expect that it goes under two and a half in the first period. So if that all plays right and we get a three, two hurricanes win, we'll cash both those plays. Um, but once for once for insurance and yeah, so I don't know. I just, I can't, I can't feel confident getting behind the lightning. Uh, it's a situational spot, but I played it two ways and hopefully we can come out profitable. All right. I, 
I like that approach. It's a logical approach because you think Tampa Bay is going to play well enough, but they're not going to lose by more than two goals. Right. I mean, and that's what you're banking on with Tampa Bay plus two and a half puck line. Mm-hmm. You put in under two and a half in the first period. Yes. And I think it, with these two goalies, Vasilevsky and Kochekov, I don't think we're going to see three goals. Uh, in the, we might see one. We might see even two, but yeah. I don't think we're going to see three. Under two and a half in the first period. And then you got over three and a half for the game, which, yes. you know, I think that can get there too. I mean, three mm-hmm. to one, you know, that's not asking Easy. much, even with Easy. these two goalies. I mean, so I think, you, I think you got, I think that's a really logical, sound, unique, constructive approach to this game, honestly. Thank so. You. Uh, very good. Uh, so, uh, you know, it makes a lot of sense to me. And uh, like I say, same game parlays and, you know, tweaking it, tweaking the pr- money line prices and throwing in a puck line or putting in a total at a better number and doing, you know, it's like a science experiment. You know, yeah. I mean, like, especially uh, when we get these great teams that are yeah. underdogs, you get the plus, you get the plus one and a half off bat. And then if you go to alternates, you get you get great relative prices for plus two and a half. And then you add a couple in there and and we just try to create the recipe for the game that we think we're gonna get with some yeah, cushion. That's, that's that's really good. And that's not a good price. Not that I really time. haven't done, honestly, with same game. Most of my same game parlays are just props, you know, they're right. points and goal score prop and assists and shots on goal. But I, I've never really considered or done it with uh, where we let's just take a team plus two and a half. You know, right. at a big, obviously it'll be a big price, but you put it with a, you know, a total at it, let's say an right. alternate total, an alternate puck line, and, and maybe you throw something else in there, uh, first period like you did, total at an alternate number, an alternate price. And yeah, they're big prices individually. Put them in the same game parlay, though, all of a sudden, there you go. You got a nice price to work with. So very interesting. So again, for Ben, that's Tampa Bay, Carolina. Uh, that's uh, under two and a half first period. That's over three and a half full game. And that's Tampa Bay plus two and a half on the puck line full game. So and that's then if the you, SGP for you. And then if you like the Hurricanes, we did a SGP to bring it down to minus 105. Hurricanes money line over three and a half goals. That's minus 105. No, that's so actually like, this is okay. this is the time of year to really do this kind of stuff too. Late in the season, you know, games are trickier, especially with the bigger favorite game, the games with the bigger favorites. You know, get a little more creative in the way you, and the SGP could be the route to do that. No question. All right. Uh, Nashville and Boston. Oh, just quickly on props. Uh, that's not going to be a big prop game. Cause that could be one of those games where, you know, I don't think it's going to be a, a ton of offense. I think you'll see some goals, but there's a chance we might not see a bunch, but I do want to mention Natchez three straight games with a point. Aho, I think goal prop. You got to look at Natchez assist prop three straight games is cashed. Aho point prop, Minachus point prop. Again, they've cashed in three straight. Aho scored a goal in three straight games as well uh, for the uh, Carolina Hurricanes. Uh, those are good props. Stefan Nason, I keep thinking, has value uh, because he's getting more opportunity for sure. Dara Vinan's kind of stepped up lately for uh, Carolina as well. So uh, definitely some good uh, prop options here uh, in this game. Uh, Sergachev, by the way, has uh, gotten a point in uh, seven of the last ten games from the blue line as well for uh, Tampa Bay. So uh, definitely some uh, good options there uh, as far as uh, props go. All right, next up, we've got uh, Nashville and Boston. Boston minus one, 330, I should say, uh, minus 330 home favorites, six the total, uh, shaded to the under. I think it's stick a fork in Nashville. They're done. Uh, they got blown out by Seattle. They fell behind against uh, – they, they did push back a little bit. They got to within one, but another crippling loss to their playoff hopes against Toronto uh, on Sunday at home. 
Uh, and uh, I, they're not a team I'm looking to back now, period. I mean, and, and I kind of still feel like an idiot for trusting them in the first period the other night against Toronto. And, and obviously, and actually they had a good push early in the game. They just couldn't beat Joseph Wall. And, and next thing you know, they take a stupid penalty and Toronto scores on the power play and they're down one nothing. And they could have, you know, probably played a little bit better uh, in the, uh, uh, they probably were the better team in the first period than Toronto. But again, they, uh, they couldn't score. With their chances, they take a bad penalty, and the puck's in the back of their net, uh, and they're down one nothing. They never really got back on track after that. Um, th- this game, I'm totally staying off side and total. I mean, Boston, I think, can win this game. Clearly, there's there's re- is there really a spot to fade Boston at this point? I mean, cripe, they give Bergeron and Marshawn and Lindholm the the day off against Carolina, and they still win that game uh, over the uh, Carolina Hurricanes. So, uh, you know, to me, it's just. Uh, uh, no, I'm done with Nashville, but I ain't laying minus 330 with Boston. Uh, and at some point, they got to show up. Maybe they're a little bit flat and, you know, non-conference game like this, middle of the week, perhaps. But I don't trust Nashville enough. This team looks like they're fading and they're fading fast. So I want no part of this game. Maybe in the BetCast, we find something live. But actually, and it's not often where I have fair, nothing to offer with a game, as you know. Usually I got some kind of lean, some kind of stance I like. Not in this game. Not, not a thing do I like here. Other than maybe a prop or two, Bergeron point prop actually because he's continuing to uh, trend that way. I think five straight games with a point for the uh, Boston Bruins coming into this game tonight. Yeah, he's on a five-game point streak. Uh, Pasternak, by the way, has gone over four and a half shots in seven straight games. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Pasta is serving up uh, a, 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 a hefty serving, not of pasta but of shots. You know, and over four and a half and seven straight games for him. Uh, I certainly think the shots on goal prop with him is just, you know, if you bet it until further notice with what he's been doing. And if you're going to look at anyone on the Nashville side, it's Thomas Novak. I mean, he's really the only prop I'm interested in for them uh, over. Uh, he's gotten a point in eight of the last 10 games. So that point prop just continues to be very good for uh, the uh, Nashville Predators with Thomas uh, Novak. And you know Ben's on the show when you hear his bulldog breathing. Uh, oh, my the, God, I know. <laughs> Yeah, I can hear him going. Right I'll now. mute, man. I'll mute. Yeah. Oh, no, no. That's all right. It's all right. There's nothing you can do. It's your dog. It's all it's good. Not, yeah, uh, what do you think here? Nashville, Nashville and Boston. Yeah, so fear not, Ian. I have cooked up another same game parlay for this game. Um, so we do have a play on this that's released earlier. Um, okay. I feel like we're all clowns for betting against Bruins at plus money. Um, great situational spot for Hurricanes, but as they kept just going up and going up, I was like, I put a Twitter. I Freddie Anderson bet Boston in that game. Honestly. Yeah. 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 <laughs> for sure. For sure. Um, so look, um, the predators are hanging around. Um, so that's good to see. We see them, um, you know, continuously come back, closing the gap, you know, so that's something I like from the predators, but there's no way in hell I'm stepping in front of Boston. Um, so what I did here, I like the under in this game. So what I did, but I always like to have cushion only because we maybe the Bruins clear the total themselves. So let's take Bruins money line and under seven and a half. Boston's totals have gone in the last 10 games. They've gone under that total except one versus the Red Wings, where it's five, three. So we get that all the way down to minus 135. So basically we're just hoping on Boston to do their thing. Boston played – they played the Hurricanes without uh, Patrice Bergeron, Brad Marchand, and um, and it's, and they still come out with the win. 
um, in Carolina. I, I chalked it up with a couple of people on Twitter that it was the jerseys that did it to them. I just, I wasn't feeling the jerseys and I, I don't know. That threw me off a little bit when I saw them come out. But um, yeah, I just, I'm Bruins money line under seven and a half. I like the game to go definitely under. You could do Bruins money line over three and a half. I don't know the price on that, but um, a minus 330 to a minus 330, uh, minus 135. It's unbeatable. Um, good cushion for the under. And this is the time of year where, you know, like you said, Ian, tight checking games. The Predators can hang in there, but I don't know. I don't know. We have two really good uh, – is is it Sorrows in net tonight? Protected, yeah. Protected. Okay, so we have Sorrows and Swayman tonight, two great goalies. Um, well, Allmark. Allmark's in for a boss. Oh, oh Allmark. Allmark. Okay, Allmark. All right, so, so – And Bergeron is playing. Someone in the chat was asking. Bergeron, right. yeah, he sat out Sunday. He's back tonight. Yeah, so yeah. I like Ber- – that's my bet. That's my bet. best bet on this game is Bergeron minus 130 to get a point. Five straight games with a point. Yeah. Minus 130. Good Amazing. price. Yeah, no, that's amazing. I love that. But, yeah, I'm just going to rock with the Bruins money line under 7.5. I, I like the under already. I like Bruins to win regardless. And, yeah, two great goalies. And we're just – this is the time of the year where we're, we're going to see the the good players have, you know, one day off, one day playing, one day off, one day playing. So now we have Bergeron back. How can you back the Preds? I, I don't know. Maybe it's a flat spot. I don't know. But we couldn't even get a flat spot versus Carolina. So – I don't know. I see it that way, and that's how I'm going to play it. I'm done with the flat spot way of thinking for Boston for the done. time being until I actually see evidence. And maybe it won't be flat if they lose tonight. Maybe it's just, hey, they sucked, you know, as opposed right. to they're flat. It just didn't play well. Didn't get a save. Didn't didn't get the offense going. So, uh, you know, we'll have to see. Uh, Perlo, yeah, Lindholm. Lindholm, all those guys that were out against uh, Carolina, they're all playing tonight. Marshawn's back. Lindholm's back. Bergeron's back uh, for the uh, Boston Bruins tonight. Uh, I want to see if they're rotating guys. No, I don't think they're rotating anybody. Uh, they have just uh, – it's just guys that are injured. Felino and Hall are on the IR, uh, although I think Felino's skating again. He might be returning soon. Derek Forbert's out uh, due to injury, and uh, Jakob Lauko uh, is out with an upper body injury, and uh, he's actually scored for them. He had a really good game for them against uh, Kakalaki uh, on Sunday, but uh, he's out due to injury. But, again, they got depth, tons of it uh, this uh uh, Boston Bruins team, no doubt. All right, Montreal, Philadelphia. We've got the uh, Flyers minus 170 home favorites, six and a half uh, is the uh, total in this game. Um, Montreal back to back. They had a shootout win last night against uh, Buffalo. They play hard. Say that. You can't take that away from Montreal. And, and you give Marty St. Louis credit. This team plays their butts off most nights. I mean, it's not always pretty. They kind of suck defensively. Um, but you know, they can score and they still are finding ways to put the puck in the net, uh, right now, still have a deluge of players missing due to injuries, uh, Jack Eye and Slapkovsky, Monahan, Caulfield, Gooley, Dvorak, jo- Josh Anderson's out, uh, Yoel Armia. Um, but they get Brendan Gallagher back. He scores a big goal to tie it up last night. Drew Ann has been good lately. Gurionov's been a nice pickup. Belzeal scores again last night for uh, Montreal. Uh, they got Suzuki Doc still. Uh, who are always a threat. Uh, Raphael Harvey Pinard gets a hat trick against Columbus. Mike Matheson is suddenly Bobby Orr and Paul Coffey reincarnate. I mean, I can't believe what this guy's doing. <laughs> Mike Matheson shooting the puck from everywhere, racking up the points, scoring goals even. I mean, if you're Montreal, you got to be thinking, uh, wow, what a trade that ended up being getting this guy from Pittsburgh. 
uh, Mike Matheson. It's been such a great uh, addition to this team. And, man, is he playing great right now. Uh, and I'm back to the well with the Matheson props again. Overshots on goal and to get a point. It's wash, rinse, repeat for me. I was on those props last night against Buffalo. Mike Matheson, the defenseman, is just playing so good for this team right now. He's going over his shots on goal. He's shooting the puck more than he ever has before. He's uh, getting a point more often than not. Uh, it's an absolutely terrific uh, prop here on him once again. Uh, and then there's some good props on the Philadelphia side uh, right now also going into this game. I mean, Joel Farabee, man, you bet this guy until further notice. I mean, he's been uh, absolutely uh, uh, scintillating you know, offensively lately for the uh, Philadelphia Flyers. He's been a huge component of uh, what's been working for them uh, offensively. Uh, and definitely, I think you got to go back to the well uh, with any props involving Farabee tonight. He's gotten a goal in four of the last five games, and he's now on a five-game point streak with seven points during that span. So uh, it's Farabee once again for me uh, here in this game from a prop standpoint on the Philadelphia side of things. Uh, he's been really, really good. Uh, and if you want to sprinkle on the goal prop, I'm seeing some books offering on the goal prop on Farabee here, you know, plus 270. The point prop is only minus 122. I mean, there's really been no adjustment here uh, with the way he's been playing lately. So it's another good opportunity to cash in here while the value remains very strong uh, on Joel Farabee props here for the Philadelphia Flyers. Uh, I'm, I'm looking for that other kid that's been producing lately. For, I don't see him. Uh, he might have been sent. Did he get sent down? He did. Uh, Forster. I, I think they sent him down Philadelphia because I don't see him on the uh, uh, lineup combinations for tonight. So I guess they sent him back down. That's a shame because he was actually playing pretty well, too. So it's Farabee then mostly for the uh, Philadelphia Flyers uh, as far as props go. Uh, Owen Tippett shots on goal. I know Kevin Beach has talked about this. Uh, he has been trending over shots. He, that might be something to consider as well tonight in this game, the point prop as well. Uh, he has six points in the last five games for the uh, Philadelphia Flyers. So a uh, pretty good, uh, uh, you know, pretty good opportunity there to cash in on that. Uh, Carter Harden net for Philadelphia tonight and Caden Primo. Remember him? We haven't seen him a while with Montreal, but he's gotten a handful of starts for the Canadians over the last couple of seasons. Uh, they're giving him the start. And look, Jake Allen's healthy. Sam Montembeau's healthy. This isn't an injury situation. They want to get a look at the kid. Uh, and they've called him up from uh, Laval. Uh, so here he is, Caden uh, Primo. Uh, apparently the team has made the decision that they're going to give Primo uh, a lot of NHL action here down the stretch. Now in 19 career starts with the Montreal Canadiens, he's 3-12 and with a pretty bad 4.19 goals against average and 873 save percentage. However, one of those three wins was actually against Philadelphia uh, a couple of seasons ago, and he played really well uh, in that game. So he actually does have history of playing Philadelphia and beating them, but it was a long time ago, uh, and uh, yeah, those numbers overall are still ghastly as far as his NHL a track record, 3-12, and 4.19 goals against average, an 873 save percentage, so that's not very good. Uh, I'm going to go back to the well with the over here. Uh, I've been betting these Montreal games over the total repeatedly, and I'm going to go back to that well here tonight over six and a half. This is another one where I'd maybe look at a both teams to score first period uh, as well. You're going to get a nice price on that. Uh, it's a game where there's playing, you're playing for exercise. Neither team's going to the playoffs. I don't expect defensive intensity. I don't expect the urge to block shots. Uh, from either side. Why would you do that? 
at this stage of the season uh, for these two teams. So uh, this is another good candidate, I think, for the BTTS first period, which you can get at plus 155, same price as the uh, Columbus Rangers game I mentioned. So, uh, yeah, I like the, both of those. Both teams to score first period over six and a half. And uh, those props I mentioned, Matheson and Farabee, those are my favorite props, one on each side. Matheson for Montreal, Farabee for uh, Philadelphia. Uh, what do you think here in this one, Ben? Habs, Flyers. Yeah, we're we're aligning on all cylinders. I'm on the over six. Well, honestly, I'm not on any. I'm not anywhere on this game yet. I'll probably look at it alive. But you're situation. leaning that way, yeah. I'm leaning you. over six and a half. The Flyers have been scoring five, four, six, five, and three. Canadians three, three, two, eight, and four. So we're seeing a lot of pond hockey right now. Both these teams. Uh, the Flyers have surprised me this season. I mean, you know, they're racking up points. They're definitely going to clear their um their opening total of points, which I think it was 94, 93. I forget what it is. But um, I think they'll definitely clear that, especially with their schedule coming up. Um, over is also 4-0 in the last four meetings. So we'll definitely get goals from both teams. I love the first period, both teams to score. Um, that cleared last night, I believe, too. Yep. Um, the only it's happening thing a lot for Montreal lately, both teams to score first period. Yeah, no, exactly. It's a great bet, especially if you can get good value. Those are always good value plays. Anything at plus money is is amazing because you can just hedge it with something else. And if both hit, you're just up. So, um, like loving the over. Only thing to pay attention to if you're looking at a side. I am not too. I guess I haven't been watching ho hockey long enough. I'm like two, three years in, but I've never heard of uh, Primu. I've, I've never just to keep it totally transparent. I've I've never really paid attention to him or never really understood that but the underdog is four and one in the last five meetings and the road team is eight and two so those are trends i always like to look at um and also is ian is he a new goalie in the nhl or or not new but he has he played in the nhl recently oh yeah oh definitely well not okay. recently but a couple of years last season for a bit two not this year yet but okay. last season for a bit two years uh for and again three and twelve four point one nine goals against average which is not good but maybe right. he's gotten better down there. That's what I'm hearing. I'm hearing he's played pretty well down there in the AHL. But I, let's see it at the NHL level where he hasn't shown you anything of quality yet. Right. So that's my yeah. angle also for the Canadians. Um, I will never count the Canadians out. I'll never count the Coyotes out. I won't count these teams out because they just keep it close. They go hard every night, even the Ducks. Um, however, I feel like when we see these AHL guys come up to the NHL, they want to prove themselves. I mean, we saw it with uh, Hoffer, I believe. Um, and a few other goalies where they, you know, three and O starts coming into this year, you know? So I don't know, maybe we could get one of those situations where this guy kid shows up and just, or guy, I don't really know his age. Sorry about all that lack of knowledge on him. Um, but I think we can win with an over. And I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't count the Canadians out. I'm definitely not laying 170 with the flyers. I'll tell you that. Um, yeah, I think the best – I think you cleared it all, Ian. I think both teams to score and over six and a half is the money plays here. Yeah, uh, yeah. this is – I'm staying far away from a side here because uh, while Philadelphia situationally has the better of it here, I'm not laying a buck 70 with them. I mean, no, that's just not going to happen, that kind of price. 
even though they've won three in a row, I like the way they're playing. I just don't yeah. love laying this price at all with them. And Montreal, I could see them wanting to dig in and play hard for the kid. And their six and their track record of back to back is only six and five. So they're actually not that bad on a back to back Montreal uh, this year, six and five. So you know, I honestly think either team could win this thing. Um, but uh, I just like goals. I think that's what you see. Uh, by the way, the overs cashed in four straight meetings as well. Uh, between uh, these two teams. Uh, so we've seen 4-3-6-3-5-4-5-2 in the last four meetings here. So uh, I definitely think goals are the best is the best bet. Just bet for goals to happen uh, in this game here with the uh, Habs and the uh, Flyers. All right, Pittsburgh, Detroit. We've got the uh, Penguins around a minus 190 road favorite, six the total uh, here in this one. Um, Penguins, huge, huge win against Washington where they nearly spit the bit and coughed it up and choked it away. I mean, they were up 3 nothing against Washington. Washington comes back in the third period, ties it up. And then all of a sudden, they uh, get the Malkin. What a horrible giveaway. I can't believe how – I still can't believe how bad that was by Anthony Mantha. Horrible, horrendous giveaway. T- terrible. If I'm his teammates, I'm pissed at him for that. It cost us two – it cost us at least a point. Malkin scores on it 4-3, and the Penguins survive. Um now they go on the road, face the uh, Detroit Red Wings, who, as we know, since the trade deadline, it's kind of been a struggle for them. Uh, they are just 3-7 uh, and seven in their last 10, 1-5 and five in their last 6. And the only win was a shootout win against St. Louis, who aren't very good either. They haven't beaten anybody good lately. They lose to uh, Boston. They lose to uh, – uh, they did actually beat Boston at home once. But other than that, you know, it's been rough sledding. They lose to Nashville, Colorado, Florida, uh, Philadelphia. They get shut out 3 nothing. Uh, in their last game. We'll see if Pittsburgh can uh, rally the troops here, keep it rolling against Detroit. Detroit beat Pittsburgh 5-4 in Pittsburgh, believe it or not, the last time they played back in December. I like the over here, especially with the total only being six. You know, that's what I like. I'm, I'm staying off the side. I don't want to lay – I don't feel comfortable laying a buck 90 with Pittsburgh in this spot, a huge win against Washington, national TV going on the road. And, you know, these are spots where Pittsburgh is – fucked it up before remember they were at home against montreal we thought ah they're gonna get two points montreal's given up goals to everybody they lost that game they lost to san jose right before the uh, uh all-star break in a big you know spot where you say hey they're better than this team they should win and they lost so i don't trust pittsburgh when they're bigger favorites they're not that kind of team this year where they just put their foot down on an inferior opponent they have not done that consistently uh, this year and Detroit's not really playing well right now, but I don't think they've quit on Derek Lalonde. I don't think these players are mailing it in. I think the effort is still there. It's just, they're not getting the results right now uh, on this uh, Red Wings team at this point in time. So uh, I'm off the side here. I, it's draw or nothing. I would say maybe take a shot with the draw. Potent- it did go to overtime the last time these teams played uh, five, four in Pittsburgh back in December. So, and by the way, three of the last six meetings have gone beyond, uh, beyond regulation between these two teams. So the draw could be, ah, I'm talking myself into it. I'm talking myself into the draws. I'm looking, uh, here in this game. I don't think this is an easy game for the Penguins. I think uh, they should win it. Uh, they're very, they're the better of these teams. I get that, but Detroit's always been a tough team for them. Plus three fifty on the draw kind of appeals to me here. And I like the over six, uh, the over is cashed by the way, uh, in, I believe, three straight meetings, yes, between these two teams. It was 11-2 Pittsburgh, 7-2 Pittsburgh, uh, March and April last year, and then, of course, earlier this year, the one meeting between these teams, 5-4 for Detroit in overtime uh, in Pittsburgh. That went over the total. So I like over here. DeSmith is in net. He's been better than Jari, but I, I still think Detroit can score tonight, especially on home ice, and I think they'll be motivated to get some offense going after getting shut out blank by Philadelphia. 
But I and I think Pittsburgh can absolutely score their share of goals because I'm not a big uh, trustworthy fan of Nedeljkovic right now, who's going to be a net for Detroit. He's been spent most of the season in the minors trying to get his game back together. So I like the over here. Uh, what do you think here, uh, Ben? Pittsburgh, Detroit. Yeah, um, I like. Um, yeah, these teams, like you said, met a couple uh, in December, I believe, five four going into OT. Uh, Detroit win. Uh, we switch venues here, um, and I think. I like to look at those spots when we switch venues. It can go, you know, even with the total perspective, it goes over here, it goes under there. Where they win here, they lose there. So I would, um, I'm not on this game either. I don't have many plays for this game, but um, if anything, like you said, the over, the, if you just go back 11 meetings, the over is eight and three in Detroit. The over is three, one and one in the last five meetings. Um, if anything, I would back the Pens here, like you said, untrustworthy team, and that's why I'm not on this game. But um, yeah, they're six and two in the last eight eight meetings. Um, switching venues, so I like that angle. If you want to avoid the overtime aspect and not take them in regulation, you could SGP the same game parlay. You could take Penguins money line um, and over. We can get all the way to over three and a half, but if you get to if you get take the Penguins money line over four and a half, it's minus one twenty five, so minus two hundred all the way to that. And then if we take the over three and a half, we're minus one fifty. But we like this game to go over anyway. So if you like it to go over, take the five and a half. But for safety, Penguins money line over four and a half is a great look if you like it to go over and you like the Penguins. I'm not on it personally, um, but that's the way I would look at it if it was on my slip tonight. Yeah, and I want to mention the injury uh, reports because there's a lot both sides. We know the, the blue line is just decimated for Pittsburgh, but they've somehow – that's another reason I like the over. You're not going to be able to shut teams down every night when you've got Jan Ruda out, Kulikov out, uh, Marcus Pedersen out, and, and of course, uh, yeah, Jeff Petrie. It's also um, a day-to-day here, game-time decision uh, with a upper body injury. You know his dad. I don't know if everybody knows this, but I'm sure if you're a sports fan and you're more than just hockey and especially you're a baseball fan, you know his dad's Dan Petrie, right? The pitcher for the Tigers. And he actually does Tigers television, uh, television analyst work for the Detroit Tigers. His dad, Dan Petrie, uh, played baseball. His son did not follow in his footsteps, though, Jeff playing hockey. Uh, but uh, that's what's pretty interesting. Usually when the, the kid follows the father playing the same damn sport, it didn't happen in the Petrie household. Jeff ended up playing hockey when his dad played baseball. So pretty interesting there. But uh, nevertheless, I mean, this game, yeah, I like the, I like the over here. I think it makes sense uh, here in this game. Uh, as far as props go, uh, anything Jason Zucker. I know someone already said it in the chat. Yeah, Jason Zucker over shots on goal absolutely uh, is a good play here. Uh, he's been trending that way as far as going over shots and uh, to get a goal, to get a point. I mean, I think he's going to have his imprint on this game. Uh, Sidney Crosby's shooting the puck a ton. He's averaging 5.3 shots on goal in the last three games. And, you know, he's playing like a captain here that, hey, I've got to take the onus on myself here maybe to get uh, going offensively. So he's gone over his shots on goal in three straight. Brian Rust has gone over his shots on goal for Pittsburgh in four straight. Latang's gone over his shots on goal in five straight games uh, for the uh, Pittsburgh Penguins. So there's been a lot of good uh, props here tonight, on the, especially on the Pittsburgh side, uh, as far as shots on goal, because you got all these guys that are just you know, a consecutive game over shots on goal streaks right now for them 
uh, going into this matchup. So a lot of good options there uh, as far as that is concerned. Uh, Cubano in the chat saying Wallman uh, to score a goal. Jake Wallman. Yeah, Jake Wallman scored the overtime winner against Pittsburgh. I remember that game. What a selly. Remember that great call by Ken Daniels? Great. He did the gritty on the ice uh, after scoring that goal uh, against Pittsburgh. So uh, maybe he'll uh, find the uh, back of the net here. He's only got one goal in the last uh, several games, but he did score against Pittsburgh. So uh, if you believe in success against a particular team, maybe you can go that route. All right, that's half of the card. we got the remaining five games coming up uh, right after we hear from our – and by the way, hit the like button. We appreciate it very much. And shout out to our podcast listeners. We're back with the remaining uh, uh, part of the Tuesday card, the second half of the card coming up right after we hear from Gramco. Support for the Ice Gas is brought to you by Gramco. Whether you or your team's game is on the field, screen, racetrack, court, or the ice, Gramco is for the game. Grown by farmers who spent years developing premium hemp genetics, Gramco provides customers with consistent quality Delta 8 THC products ready for any occasion. Gramco currently offers numerous Delta 8 products, including vape cartridges, disposable vapes, pre-rolls, gummies, wake-and-bake coffee, and more. Gramco offers an enjoyable, legal high delivered discreetly and directly to you. Gramco is also available at many American retailers as well. You can get the best Delta cannabis products on the market shipped quickly and discreetly from Gramco. And if you visit www.thegramco.com, use promo code ICEGUYS, you will get 20% off of every order. And any order that's on the site over $50 will be shipped free with standard shipping. So live elevated with Gramco and check out their wonderful Delta 8 products today. All right, we're back here on the Ice Guys. We roll along here. At, oh, by the way, a good time to mention it. Uh, the Ice Guys uh, playoff box giveaway. Don't forget about it. If you haven't signed up yet, it's uh, plenty of time to do so. Uh, make sure you get in on that. Uh, we'll be uh, announcing the winners of the contest uh, coming up on Saturday, April 8th, the final uh, Saturday show of the regular season. So it's the Ice Guys Playoff Box Giveaway presented by Gramco. You fill out the form. The link for the form is right in the YouTube video description below this episode and every uh, Ice Guys show that we have moving forward. Fill out the form, and you, if you do that, you're going to be a chance to be one of five winners to receive a $10 Gramco digital gift card. And one lucky winner will receive a box full of Gramco products worth over $60. And you'll get it just in time for the start of the 2023 Stanley Cup playoffs on Monday, uh, April the 17th. So uh, make sure uh, you sign up, get into that contest, fill out that form and get involved and try to become a winner for the Ice Guys playoff box giveaway presented by Gramco. All right, uh, let's get move on now. Rest of the card, we got Vancouver, St. Louis, uh, even money, minus 110, uh, the total six and a half here in this game. I'm back to the Canucks here. I love the way they're playing uh, right now. Uh, and uh, look, they've got a late, this is what the Canucks do. It's happened in years past, you know, fire the coach and uh, late season surge with the new guy. This is what happened after they got rid of Green and Boudreaux took over last year did the same thing they went on this late season run and it's what the vancouver canucks do but in all seriousness you know uh they are absolutely um you know playing really well uh eight and two their last 10 games uh this is as good defensively as they've played all year i mean when's the last time vancouver has held their last three opponents to two goals or less in three straight games when's the last time that's happened uh, has it happened at all this year I, I don't think it has so 
you know, it's been a great, great run. Uh, Tockett has them playing more responsibly. They're pe- what he's done with the penalty kill is incredible because this penalty kill was so bad it was embarrassing to watch. They have now gone six straight games without allowing a power play goal uh, to the opposition. You know, I really wouldn't think that um, the Vancouver Canucks would be uh, capable of that. But, you know, it's been a, a much improved blue line. It's been a much improved penalty kill. Uh, it's been impressive to watch. Uh, and uh, Tockett, look, like I said, Canuck fans didn't hate Tockett when he first took over. It's just that they were bummed out with the way it ended with Boudreaux. They were kind of ashamed with the way the Canucks treated him. Uh, on the way out. But right now, look, all these guys that they've got in there, uh, Quinn Hughes has stepped up his game. Uh, Philip Ronick has been a great addition. I always liked him in Detroit, the way he played. Uh, he has been a great addition, puck movers, physical, responsible in his own end. Uh, Ethan Bear and Kyle Burroughs, the depth defensemen, have stepped up a little bit for them as well. This Jack Rathbone kid got an opportunity uh, in the last game. He was pretty solid. So, uh, no, they, they, they're pushing the right buttons. Kuzmenko's been phenomenal. Pedersen's been great. Miller's been great. Besser's starting to heat up. Garland, Beauvillier have been great. And then how about this guy, too, all of a sudden, stepping up with goals in three of the last four games, points in three of the last four games. It's not delivery. It's Di Giuseppe. Phil Di Giuseppe here for the uh, Vancouver Canucks. He's been really good. And he's up to the second line now because of just uh, what we're seeing out of him uh, here in recent games. So I like the Canucks here, minus 110. And I also like Di Giuseppe. I mean, he is the value prop right now. Phil Di Giuseppe here is plus 450 to score a goal at FanDuel and some other books here tonight uh, in this game. So uh, no question, I think you've got some good looks here. St. Louis is coming off that crazy game against L.A., so they're back home off a California road trip, so it's a negative spot for them. First game home off a road trip. Vancouver can catch them in that spot. But there are a couple – props I like for St. Louis. Kasperi Kapanen, you got to keep going to uh, him at the moment. He's been uh, certainly enjoying the opportunity to be with a new team. Plus 290 to score a goal, only plus 118 to get a point. Uh, Kapanen's been heating up big time here for the uh, St. Louis Blues, no question. And uh, he's actually displaced uh, Jacob Vrana, who's kind of cooled off lately, uh, as my number one undervalued player prop right now on this uh, St. Louis Blues team. And Kapanen's now on the second line with Buchnevich and Sammy Blay. Again, he's got uh, two, three, four, five goals in the last six games and uh, seven points in the last six games for the St. Louis Blues. So, uh, yeah, a very undervalued prop there in my mind uh, going into this game. Uh, what do you think here in this one, Ben, Vancouver, St. Louis? Yeah, so I actually have a few trends that um, back up your uh, Vancouver play. Uh, Canucks are 4-0 in the last four road games, as we all know. Um, also six and one in the last seven versus a team with a losing record and five and one in the last six versus a Western conference. So I think there's a lot to work off with the Canucks money line. Um, we've seen about even money. I think it even opened at even money, maybe the blues one Oh five. I don't, I don't know exactly, but um, yeah, it's been straight even money. My favorite play for this game and uh, is the over six and a half. Um, Blues are getting back to scoring, even after that crazy comeback and just up and down roller coaster of emotions game with the Kings. They have proven that they are playing for something. I don't know what it is, but they're playing for something. Um, and six, they beat, they score six on the Kings, and before that, we see six and four. So they've been putting up goals. The Canucks have scored seven, three, and four in the past three. 
Um, last road, last game of a road trip for the Canucks also. So, you know, that's always a spot to look at. Um, and Blues are coming home after a three-day road trip after scoring six on the Kings. So, I don't know. I think we really see another pond hockey type of game here. Lazy defense, goals galore. Uh, Bennington in that, he's allowed 3.38 goals allowed. Um, which he's just not the same Bennington as last year. Um, so I'm on the over six and a half all day. Your props are awesome. I think it's a big prop game, but I'm going to stay off those. And I'm just on the over six and a half all day here. Um, the money line play looks good as I look more into it. I'm just not going to get on that because, again, I can't trust either of these teams. Um, but over six and a half is my official play for this. I really like that play. Yeah, I mean, I lean to the over. I'm a little more hesitant because Vancouver's been defending a lot better, and Demko sure. should be in net. He's played well, but uh, St. Louis has certainly been trending over three straight on that uh, road trip. Uh, uh, we'll see. But, yeah, first game back home, and, again, with them you know, off the road. Not only – I think it's worse spot for these teams that aren't even in the playoffs that when they come home off the road. They're even more distracted. They're even more, like, totally disconnected from playing hockey. You know, when they're not going anywhere, season, you know, has come, was the season ended a month ago for St. Louis. So, uh, definitely, uh, to me, it's just a, a definitely an advantageous spot for the better team, the, 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 the team in better form. Uh, and that's Vancouver here, especially with St. Louis coming home off the road. Uh, all right. We've got uh, Dallas and Chicago. We got the uh, Stars minus 300, uh, road favorites, five and a half the total uh, in this game. Um, now, Dallas and Chicago, historically, the last few meetings, I've been betting the draw with these uh, two teams. I just don't know if I've got faith in Chicago to keep it close anymore. I mean, they are just – they're first of all, they're struggling. They, their, their offense has gone to sleep, and they've got more and more injuries piling. Philip Kurashev, you know, it's not like they're loaded with offensive options right now, and now he's going to be out uh, long-term moving forward. Uh, this is a team that has scored 2-1-1-0-2. Two in their last uh, six games, two goals or less in six straight games. They're just not putting the puck in the net. Uh, Dallas is off a three-one loss at home to Vancouver. Uh, they might put the boots to Chicago like they did the last time they rolled into Chicago, March the second. Dallas won that game by a score of five to two. You know, I could see maybe something similar uh, here tonight uh, for this game uh, against uh, Chicago. I mean, for Chicago, if, if you if you like Chicago, don't bet Chicago. Just bet Lucas Reichel. Uh, he's the only guy that's uh, done anything for them offensively here in a the last two games. Two goals uh, in the last two games. So he's on a two-game goal streak. I don't mind that, actually, Lucas Reichel, because I, I do like what I'm seeing from him. He's generating chances. He's going to the areas he should be to score goals. So if anyone's going to put the puck in the net for Chicago tonight, it's going to be him, uh, Lucas Reichel, in this game. Uh, I think if you like Chicago at all, that's the better option. Just bet his goal prop uh, in this game, but... You know, I'm probably off this game. This is probably going to be a pass. This is going to be like the Nashville-Boston game. Maybe if I watch the first period, they'll see, wait a minute, this team's playing pretty good. That team's not. Maybe we'll find something live to bet uh, here in this game, but nothing uh, pregame. You know, even the uh, the team total for the Stars is kind of in. I, I, might, I might consider the team total on Dallas over three and a half. It's only minus 125 in this game. They could probably get to four goals, I would think. It's, they should be capable of that. They scored five the last time they were in here uh, in Chicago uh, back on March 2nd. Um, you know, so I think they're capable of getting uh, here to uh, four uh, goals. And by the way, they've actually scored four goals or more in each of their last two visits to uh, Chicago. So uh, if, if I were to bet anything, it would be a Dallas team total over three and a half and maybe perhaps that Lucas Reichel prop 
uh, on the uh, Chicago side. Uh, what do you think here, uh, Ben? Dallas, Chicago. Yeah, so um, Dallas, they go on, a road, on the road to face the Blackhawks. They had an on-and-off homestand. They lost to Seattle 5-4. But uh, nevertheless, I think that was actually on the BetCast. Um, and we went head-to-head on that game. I had stars. You had Kraken. So I thought, I thought, we, I, thought I, I had a chance when they started shooting the puck more and getting goals in the back of the net. But uh, nevertheless, gave forth a, gave forth a great effort uh, to at least tie the game. And that's what I like to see with the stars. And that's why I trust them because these, these are teams that can go down a couple goals and always swing back. And that's what I like to see with teams. Um, and then they bounce back to beat the penguins and then lose to the Canucks. So I think we see the stars come out pretty strong in this game, how I would play this game. Since I do like the stars, I'm not on it yet. This will probably make my card later in the night. If we get some early cash, um stars money line over four and a half um i mean the over is 11 and one last seven meetings you just made it clear that the stars have cleared that total in a couple meetings um and that takes you down to minus 140 so i mean you can probably get it at over five and a half you may touch plus money um the total four and a half has cleared nine of the last 10 games for the stars as well in every single meeting with the stars and hawks so if you like the stars tonight don't lay minus uh 300 shit Lay lay minus 140 on the Stars money line, the over four and a half. And look, Blackhawks, everyone, it's just like all these other teams. They can come back and maybe do something. So we take the money line to eliminate the regulation, and then the Stars just went in overtime. And then we still clear it, and we get a better price. We, we damn near get a regulation price for that, for the Dallas to win and go to hit five goals. So, I mean, we have Ottinger and as someone just said in the chat, um, but the stars can clear that total themselves. So I like that. Um, I like that. That's, that's all right. There you go. All right. Stars good stuff. Yep. Yeah. I mean, uh, Staylock is Staylock's been a little bit of good, a little bit of bad. He had the bad game against Colorado, but uh, he's also been decent in some other starts. So it'll be interesting to see. That's why I prefer like, like, like I'm probably not touching anything pregame other than maybe Reichel to score, but uh, you know, Dallas, uh, Team total over. I might not. Uh, it's a lean only for me right now. Uh, L.A. Calgary. We've got uh, Calgary minus uh, 140 home favorite. Six the total uh, in this game. Again, must win doesn't equal will win here. And I'm not ready to lay a buck uh, 35, a buck 40 here with uh, Calgary uh, in this game. I'm just not. Uh, now, look, they got absolutely dusted. They got absolutely uh, beaten uh, to a pulp by the L.A. Kings last week in LA eight to two beat down in favor of the Kings. So it's a pretty strong, you know, we want to show better for ourselves type of spot for Calgary, because I'm sure they, they, they were ashamed of that performance last week against LA, but there's a reason, you know, that uh, LA won that game. They're just a better team. And I ain't laying a buck 40. I don't care. I don't care that it's a more important two points for Calgary. I don't care that they are in revenge for that debacle last a week in LA. Um, I'm not laying a buck 40 with this hockey team. That's just, um, I, I don't feel comfortable with it. They had to scrape, scratch and claw just to get past San Jose. That game was three, three against a horrendous sharks team uh, in the third period on Saturday. And they ended up surviving with a five, three win. Uh, I'm just, and LA's playing great hockey, eight and two last 10 games, three straight wins. They've beaten uh, Calgary here, uh, two of each of the last two meetings. Uh, and they've actually won three of the last five meetings. 
uh, overall between these teams, seven, uh, six, and four the last 10. Uh, LA's playing well, uh, and it doesn't seem to matter home or road. They've played well. They're 10 and two in their last 12 games overall for the uh, LA Kings as well. Uh, and uh, they actually have one of the more respectable road records this year, 18 and 16 uh, on the road for this uh, LA Kings team. They have more home wins than Calgary, ha- or they have more road wins, the LA Kings, than Calgary has home wins. So, yeah, I mean, I'm not – it's L.A. or pass. I'm not betting L.A. because it's just – the points are so valuable for Calgary. They need them desperately. Like a very, very highly motivated, desperate team is not a team I want to go against, but I ain't laying minus 140. If you had to bet something, I would look at uh, the L.A. side. Maybe the draw here. I could see this one being tighter. Calgary, I don't trust them to win by margin. We did see overtime in L.A. Uh, between these two teams before the 8-2 beatdown in December. In November, it was a 6-5 Calgary win at home. That game nearly got to overtime. Um, 3-2 for Calgary before that last April. And then we had 3-2 LA and a shootout before that. So we have seen, basically, prior to the 8-2 beatdown last week by LA, four straight meetings were one-goal games between the uh, Kings and the Flames. So the draw might be a sprinkle for me at plus 340 uh, in this game. What do you think here, Ben, Kings-Flame? Yeah, so I, I tweeted last night when I saw this open. It was plus 120, plus plus 130. It was something crazy, and then Flames, minus 140. I, I couldn't wrap my head around this line. The only thing that I really come up with when I see the Flames heavily bet is that they are being bet by people who are crunching numbers and not actual hockey fans. You know, we see the Flames with the most expected goals – the most shots on goal, all the stats yep. lean their way to be a great team in the NHL. They're a statistical darling. It's uh, it's like all the makeup and lipstick and all that, and then under there is a, a, a ugly-looking face. Something yeah. you don't yeah. want. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's So, um, look, we get kings at plus money. I don't – like you said, you may stay off the money line because of the need for points, even though I think I'm 0-10 in that angle to keep it 100%. Um, so same game parlay, Ben back at it. Um, LA over one and a half goals, Calgary over one and a half goals and LA plus two and a half. We get to minus minus one forty with that. Wow. I like the kinks to win anyway, but plus two and a half, I'll take it for safer money. I think we see the, the Kings and the flames get two or more, more goals. And at minus 140, I'm just all on that. Like you said, though, 22 and 13 on the road versus Calgary, who is 10 and 24 at home. So uh, you just, I can't take Calgary on that. But I think that same game parlay should definitely be a, a good look. I think we get over two goals from both teams. And I think the Kings at least keep it within two goals. Like I can't see. A situation where that doesn't happen now if it if it doesn't it doesn't you know but i think that's the most logical way and safest way to play this game because we're already getting kings at a great value so when you same game parlay it with the over one and a half and all that it comes to a great price and these are all very doable things and could the overs could clash in the first period or second period so let's rock with that those are the ones i'm gonna take um yeah that's what I'm going to take. I was looking at the chat. Sorry. Um, I like that. That's a good yeah. SGP, man. It makes sense. I mean, the, the thing is too, it's been an over series history with uh, oh, LA versus strange. Calgary as well. I think it's worth pointing that out. I mean, we've actually seen lots of goals recently head to head 
uh, between these two teams. And it's not just 8-2 last time, but we saw 4-3 in L.A. last in December. And then in November in Calgary, it was 6-5 uh, for the Flames. So we have seen a lot of goals, actually, between these two teams when they play each other. Um, yeah, I might, I, might, I might dabble on the over a little bit. I mean, I'm looking at that series history. That's hard to ignore. Calgary did score five against San Jose, but San, LA's defense ain't San Jose's. So this could be back to that 40 shots. They'll have a, they'll have a bunch of shots. I'm sure they'll fire a lot of rubber at LA, 30, 40 shots like normal. This could be a good over saves prop for uh, Corpusalo, I believe, is going to be in net. I would think so here tonight for uh, LA. Yeah, Corpusalo and Markstrom confirmed uh, in net. So Corpusalo over saves might be a good prop tonight because Calgary will do their usual shoot the puck a ton uh, in this game. Uh, against LA, especially needing the points. They're still trailing Winnipeg uh, in the uh, wild card race. So um, they'll fire the puck a lot, but uh, how many goals, how many of those shots go in uh, ends up being the uh, ultimate uh, question. And uh, uh, so this is definitely, uh, like I say, every game for Calgary, they got to view it as we need the two points. They are currently still uh, four points back of uh, Winnipeg uh, for that final uh, wild card spot, even in games remaining as well. So there's nobody has a game in hand. So it's very important for uh, Calgary to get two points tonight. And when you factor in that Winnipeg's playing San Jose, which we'll get to in a bit, what are the chances the Sharks do the Flames a favor? I don't know. The way the Sharks are playing right now, probably not very good. So uh, definitely uh, Calgary, very important game to get two points in. All right. One of the games of the night, we might stick around on the betcast tonight long enough for this game to complete its entirety, even though it's a late game. Uh, Edmonton and Vegas, they played a great game, entertaining game in Edmonton against each other on Saturday night. Vegas won in overtime. Can Edmonton return the favor here? Minus 120, uh, road favorites, seven the total, shaded to the under uh, in this one. Uh, great, great matchup here. Uh, Edmonton short turnaround, rapid revenge after losing at home to Vegas Saturday night. Uh, they have the game against Arizona in between that game and this game tonight, uh, and they beat Arizona 5-4. It is back-to-back for the uh, Oilers, uh, but uh, their back-to-back record, I don't believe, is it's 500. It's 4-4. Four four. You know, it's nothing terrible, uh, nothing uh, great, but nothing terrible uh, in this situation. Uh, we'll see how they fare. They've done well in Vegas, uh, Edmonton. They have four of their last five they have won here in Vegas. I kind of like the Oilers here a bit. Minus 120. I, I think they get the job done. I just do. Uh, now they catch Vegas in uh, the spot where they're coming off the uh, three-game road trip through Western Canada. So yeah, even though they played last night and it's back-to-back for Edmonton, you know, Vegas coming off the Western Canadian trip is never a, a bet-on spot by any stretch of the imagination. And I think I remember seeing and looking back on the fact that uh, Edmonton or sorry, Vegas has been really bad in some of these games back home off a road trip. You remember the game against Calgary? They were at home against Calgary off a road trip, and they got just blasted in that game. I think it was 7-2 to two for Calgary. So, you know, they haven't always been sharp, the Golden Knights, at their best in these situations, returning home off a road trip. I think Edmonton can win. The, I like Edmonton here, minus 120. I think situationally it makes sense. I'm going to look for a live over. Uh, the over's cashed in three straight meetings between these teams, but I'm going to look for a live over at six and a half. I'm not betting an over seven. Uh, and I like both teams to score in the first period here. Uh, it's a bet that I think can cash here. It cashed on Saturday night in the game between these two teams. And I think you'll see both teams find the uh, back of the net tonight. Jonathan Quick uh, will be in net for uh, Vegas. That's been confirmed. Hasn't been confirmed on the uh, Edmonton side, but you, you obviously know after we saw Jack Campbell last night that it'll be back to uh, Stuart Skinner 
uh, in net tonight for Edmonton. So it will be Skinner. Uh, it's just a matter of it being confirmed. So I like Edmonton money line. Look for a live over, and we'll bet both teams to score plus 155 in the first period uh, once again, like we did Saturday. All right, what do you think here in this one, Ben, with uh, Edmonton Bay? Yeah, so um, to start off with the total, the Oilers have, have actually been one of the teams that have fared, fared well when it comes to the total over seven. I think they're eight and three or something, something way more positive than negative when it comes to these sevens. Uh, we see other teams fall short or push all the time with these sevens. So, um, yeah, loving over here, uh, especially live. You can get us. I would grab it a six and a half live. I wouldn't even take that. We got Vegas scoring two, seven, four, three, four. Oilers scoring five, three, four, five, six. And I can't see an outcome that doesn't involve at least seven goals. Um, also, we have a switch in venue when it comes to the money line situation. Uh, the switch in venue aspect is always an angle I look at. And Oilers are actually 20 and 15 on the road, with Vegas being 14 and 23 at home. And the road team is 5 and 2. Um, and the Knights are five, 1 and 5 in the last meetings uh, in Vegas. So um, great angle for the Oilers in this one. Love that play. Don't know if I will be on it. The play I have locked in um, is another same game parlay that I think can – Catch us because I love the over. So what I did is I took over two and a half Oilers team total and Vegas over two and a half team total. And that gets us to plus 115. We've seen three meetings go 4-3, 4-3, and 4-3. So I can't expect a game where these two teams don't get to three goals. Um, maybe Vegas comes up short. Maybe it's a 5-2. Um, however, I like I like our odds on that. The over is – the trends on the over is incredible just to list off a few, over his 5-1 and one in Golden Knights last six overall, over his 4-1 and one in Golden Knights last five games after a win, over his 15-4 and four in Golden Knights last 21 games after allowing two goals or less in the previous game, and over his 5-2-1 and one in Golden Knights last eight versus uh, Pacific. And I don't think we need to discuss how the Oilers are just an over team. So, yeah, I'm going to play the same game parlay. I'm I'm not on the money line, but I love the money line. I wrote that down last night, and I would take the over six and a half in game. Even the over seven has been profitable. We've seen sevens back-to-back -back with the Oilers, and they've cleared every single one, I believe. So, yeah, over six and a half, over seven. My play locked is team totals over two and a half. There we go. I think he's good. I think I think you're right. I think he is going to have to change his name to, from Straight Bet Ben to SGP Ben. Uh, I, I think he's going to have to uh, at this point. Uh, at the, he's shunned parlays and now he's betting them, firing away left and right on all these SGPs. Uh, so I don't know about that. But but uh, you but you agree, Ian? Right? It's like safe plays with just getting bets. the they're, value. It's like a science experiment. You know, you right. can tweak it and put it, get everything in your favor, get the price down. Uh, on them and uh and a lot of them make sense too and the way you're approaching it from a game flow perspective i think there's a lot of it that makes sense and is logical with a lot of these games that you've yeah, uh, mentioned current, here. Yeah. current form and and series history is what i really try to look at i look at the last five games on each teams and five to ten and series history and current form is how i build these parlays yeah, definitely. And uh, that's the thing. Jonathan Quick's actually played reasonably well for uh, Vegas here in his uh, first few starts with them. But against Edmonton, they just have such elite uh, finishing ability. Like, they know where to exploit a weak the weaknesses of a guy like Quick. You know, don't shoot low because he's just so good, so accurate. He's still very acrobatic and, acrobatic and flexible and 
uh, can still go post to post as good as any goalie. So elevate the puck on him and you can beat him. And there's no better team to maybe look to do that than Edmonton with how good they can fire the puck. So Edmonton uh, money line. I like, I like the uh, first period, both teams to score and the uh, over at live over. I will look at it. It's uh, six and a half. I do want to circle back to LA Calgary because I, I didn't mention any props and there's a bunch that I actually like. Uh, I have follows gone over shots on goal, 10 straight games. I mean, how do you not bet that at this point uh, for the uh, Kings? We've got Kevin Fiala on a four-game point streak, Huberto on a four-game point streak for uh, Calgary, and then you got a Kempe three-game point streak, Arvidsson three-game point streak, Ayafalo three-game point streak, Philip Deneau for the Kings three-game point streak, Drew Doughty three-game point streak. We got goal streaks of three games for both Drew Doughty on the blue line and Victor Arvidsson. Uh, who's absolutely on fire at the moment for the uh, LA Kings. So if you believe in riding those streaks, uh, absolutely you'll go to the, so we have dual three game goal scoring streaks tonight for both Doughty and for Arvidsson uh, for the LA Kings. And uh, you know, the prices for both of them to find the back of the net are quite good. Uh, Arvidsson, you know, plus 200 uh, drew Doughty. I mean, if you trust his goal streak to reach four, he, you can get plus 850 at FanDuel for Doughty. Uh, tonight uh, in this game uh so wow that's a bargain bin if i've ever seen one so there's some good uh prop options there uh, on the calgary side uh certainly i would look more toward uh you look at who's been uh, heating up for them lately uh i would i would look at a probably somewhat like i say huberto started to pick it up uh i think in uh, this case here you've got uh, lindholm capable to full to foley against his old team i think is definitely a good look if you look at to foley when he played la in that eight two game he got one of their goals so uh, to Foley, probably a good look here for the uh, Calgary Flames in that game as well. And as for the props in this game, uh, there's there's a bunch here as well uh, that are appealing. Uh, on the Edmonton side, Darnell Nurse has eight points in eight of the last ten. So he's really picked it up. He scored last night. Uh, might be worth a look there. Uh, Leon Dreisaitl, an assist in six straight games for the Oilers for the Oilers. He's got points in five straight. He's gone over one and a half points in five straight games. Leon Dreisaitl, five straight multi-point games. I think I'm going to bet it again tonight because I took that over one and a half points with him last night uh, against Arizona. He had t- You did too, Ben, because I saw your Twitter. Yep, over one and a half points. So uh, I think, again, five straight games where he's had a multi-point game. I, I think it's definitely uh, something to look at here uh, for the uh, Oilers. Like I said, Nurse has a point in five straight games. Nicholas Waugh for the Vegas Golden Knights is on a four-game point streak. And he has been scoring some goals lately for the Vegas Golden Knights as well. He's just came back recently from an injury absence. And boy, has he made the most of the uh, opportunity back in the lineup. He's been very good. He's been very noticeable. He's now on the second line with Chandler Stevenson and with uh, Phil Kessel. Uh, He's got goals in back-to-back games. And he's got a four-game point streak going back to before he got injured. He was on a two-game point. Before he got injured, he had points in four or five games. He gets injured on February 21st. He's out until just last week. He returned in Calgary, and he's got back-to-back games with a goal and a point. Uh, everything Nicholas Waugh uh, here tonight for the uh, Vegas Golden Knights prop-wise is a good bet, uh, in my opinion. And look at the price. Uh, Nick Waugh to get a point is plus 125. How about that? And, and he's gotten a point in two straight since he's been back, and he had points in four or five before his injury. So he is a... Uh, definitely an uptick for him. Plus, and he's set, centering the second line now for Vegas. Plus 126 for him to get a point at FanDuel. Plus 340 
for him to score a goal. And the other one is Pavel Dorofiev. We've talked about him a lot here for the uh, Golden Knights. Uh, he's been a bright uh, addition to the lineup. Uh, he's given them some punch offensively. He's getting power play minutes uh, as well. He has scored a goal now for the Vegas Golden Knights in five of the last seven games. He has two, th four, five, six, seven points in those seven games as well uh, for the Golden Knights. So Nick Waugh, Pavel Dorofiev have had it. Uh, as far as props for both of those guys uh, here tonight, they have been smoking lately for the uh, Vegas uh, Golden Knights. And Dorofiev is plus 350 uh, to score a goal. So uh, great props there uh, in that one. All right, Winnipeg-San Jose, final game of this Tuesday card. Uh, we've got the Jets minus 200 road favorites, six and a half the total in this game. Winnipeg off the loss against L.A. Uh, over the weekend. Uh, and now looking to bounce back. Uh, how about the uh, criticism from Rick Bonus after that game? Talking about he needs his top players to start producing, putting the damn puck in the net, uh, saying, hey, they, they're paid to score goals. They've got to start doing it. So it could go one of both ways. It could say, hey, F you for saying that. We're trying. And then the other way is they could re respond to it as, hey, he's right. You know, we need more from Shifley. We need more. Uh, they, they need more from Shifley. They need more from Connor. Even Kyle Connor's cooled off. Uh, you know, they need more from uh, Wheeler. They need more from Pierre-Luc Dubois. You know, all of these guys got to step their game up. You know, if they're going to solidify this wild card spot, you know, they're not in the uh, in the clear yet. They're only four points up on Calgary. So they need to keep winning games here, this uh, Jets team. This has to be the spot. I mean, this is a dreadful San Jose defense. They can't stop. They can't keep the puck out of the net. They've lost nine straight. They've given up five, seven, five, and four. Uh, in their last four games. How about a grand total of 21 goals allowed uh, in the last four games combined by this um, San Jose team? They've been dreadful. San Jose, though, did beat Winnipeg just not too, not so long ago uh, in Winnipeg. We remember they played each other earlier this month in Winnipeg, March the 6th. San Jose won 3-2 in overtime. Winnipeg totally outplayed them, but James Reimer, who is going to be in net tonight for the San Jose Sharks, uh, he was very good in that game. Will he be good again is the question. I think Winnipeg maybe as well, too. You know, when you play a team like San Jose, especially at home, maybe you think it's going to be an easy night. I think after losing to L.A., it, they'll realize, hey, we can't take anything for granted here. We've got to step our game up. This has to be two points we get here uh, against this uh, San Jose Sharks team. So I like Winnipeg first period puck line here, minus a half, plus 150. Uh, I think the team total on the Jets uh, over uh, three and a half minus one twelve. I know they've been offense has been kind of cooled lately, but I think this is the night it has to come back to life. San Jose can't stop anything at the moment, so uh, I do like the Jets first period puck line. Uh, Jets team total over. Uh, I might lean full game over too, six and a half. It's hard not to bet that either with San Jose right now. Three straight games have gone over five and two in the last seven to the over for the Sharks. You know, we've seen 5-2, we've seen 6-5, we've seen 5-4. Last two games, 7-2 and 5-3. I mean, they've been giving up just a lot of goals. I mean, I think Winnipeg is due for an explosion offensively, and there's no better opponent for it to happen than tonight. Uh, what do you think here, Ben? Jets, Sharks. Um. Yeah, so this is definitely a stay off for me. Maybe a live bet if we figure something out during the betcast. But um, I've been saying this all season. Jets are just a team I – I can't trust and I, and I can't figure out. Um, they fall in the category of a couple teams in the NHL that I feel the same way about. Also, Jets are one in four in the last five meetings. Um, so there's something to look at. The underdog is 10 and one in the last meeting. So 
something to look at. But like you said, Ian, they're coming off a tough loss from L.A. Um, they get a chance to bounce back um, against probably the best team to bounce back again, like you said. Um, what I also like going the Jets way is they beat Arizona and they beat the Ducks. So they're beating these teams below 500. And, you know, they're, they're, they're getting it done when they needed to get those done. Will this be a flat spot for a good team versus a, good, a bad team? It could be, um, and that's why I won't really be on this game. Um, the only thing I would look at maybe is the under if the Jets are going to win because, you know, we see 3-0 in Boston. We see 3-2 in Nashville. We see 3-0 to the Blues, 2-1 in Arizona, 3-2 to the Ducks, 4-1 to the Kings. They just aren't scoring as much as I would like, and I don't. And if they do win, I think we're going to see a tighter defensive game and they'll hold – They'll hold the Sharks. Um, we could see a sneaky over, though, with the change of venue. And also just the trends on the on the underdog are, are strong. And I think I think it's something to look at. I wouldn't jump on it right away because, like you said, Ian, this is this is a spot that the the Jets are due for an explosion. They're due to pop out. And they want this win, I would imagine, as the players. Um, so Look, the Sharks have no offense, so that, that helps with the over. There's change in venue for the over. Me, personally, I just can't trust the Jets. So that's why I would lean to the under because I don't know if they can score seven goals. I think maybe they can get four and we see a 4-1, maybe a 5-1. Um, but, yeah, I can't really get there with the over completely. I understand that the Sharks have let um, at least four goals in eight of the last ten. But – um. I don't know. Sometimes I just can't trust the Jets, and I, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't count on the Sharks to get us goals. And I personally, in my gut, I can't bet on the Jets to score goals consistently. Can they yep. pop out three? Of course. Can they hold that lead? Of course. But can they blow five out the gate? Can they blow four out the gate? I'm sure they can maybe get four. But against um, this team, they can, and that's like yeah. to me, that's what I'm banking on. That's just yeah. San Jose is hopeless right now in their own exactly. end. I can't believe how bad they've been uh, yeah. in their own zone. That even tonight, Winnipeg can finally find an opponent that they can finally break out against. And if they don't, I mean, I, this is my this is the spot for me to take Winnipeg. If they fuck it up tonight, I won't be back in this team anytime soon. I'll, I can guarantee you that right now. This is a no play. They're on my no bet list for at least a few games, if not a few weeks, if they don't win tonight and they don't look impressive tonight uh, because this is their spot. They're off a lost L.A. Coaches calling out their best players. We need them to put the damn puck in the net. If this is not the spot for them to wake the fuck up and beat a team you should beat, it's not going to happen uh, for them. Uh, yes. So. Yeah, no, I think so. I think Jets in regulation would probably be my only bet. You could same game parlay it if you're scared of overtime. But I just think – the Jets, I have contradicting thoughts on this. I'm, that's why it's a stay off. But and that's the classic San Jose off a road trip spot, too. First home game off the road true. trip for San Jose, too. And we know yeah. they're historically awful in these games. So, uh, like I said, it's all set up on a platter for Winnipeg, spot wise, situationally. They got to just go out Can and they do pull it through? get it done. Yeah. Can they perform, cook? play, yeah. score, all that shit. Hopefully and that's, and that's what tonight. we see yeah. fall short with these other teams. Yeah. And that's why I just. I can't put my money behind a team. I can't trust to get out of a deficit, and I can't trust to get goals in the back of the net, especially when we have five straight unders with them in their last games. Yeah, yeah exactly. So, it's a, like I say, it's, it's a perfect spot for the Jets. Will it be yeah. a perfect result? That's the big question. 
Uh, all right, uh, there we go. And by the way, Hallibuck and Reimer, as I mentioned, uh, the goaltending matchup in that game. All right, there you go. That's the Tuesday card. Great stuff with uh, Straight Bet Ben slash SGP Ben, uh, the way he's betting this card uh, today. Hit the like button. 264 live viewers. We appreciate all of you tuning in. Hit the like button. We appreciate it. Oh, by the way, Couture, you're right. His birthday, I could see for a prop maybe on him. And there, I will say this. Logan Couture had a great quote after the last San Jose game saying that um, – we really want to get Eric Carlson to 100 points. So I think if you bet Eric Carlson to get a goal, to get an assist over one and a half points in some of these games moving forward, I'm not saying tonight's the night uh, against a motivated Winnipeg team, but they're trying to put him in situations where he can get on the score sheet. They want to get him to this 100-point mark uh, on the season. Uh, and look, uh, if you look at his numbers, he's almost there uh, right now. He's at 90 points. He needs 10 more points. Uh, he's capable of doing it. Uh, they want to try to get him to 100 points. He's at 90 right now, 22 goals, 68 assists. So they're going to look for ways to try to get this guy to 100 points. So any Eric Carlson props the rest of the regular season for San Jose uh, might be something to keep in the back of your mind. All right, uh, we'll get to uh, best bets and wrap up the show. And a reminder, the BetCast tonight, 7 p.m. Eastern. Uh, DM me at Bobano on Twitter or email bobano350 at gmail.com to join us for the uh, BetCast tonight. Live betting, watching the games unfold, uh, drinking encouraged, all that. It's always fun. So make sure you join us tonight for the uh, Ice Guys live BetCast. Uh, DM or email me uh, to request a spot uh, on the BetCast starting at 7 p.m. Eastern uh, tonight. All right. Best bets to wrap up the show in just a moment right after we hear from our other great sponsors at Manscaped. Support for the Ice Guys is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Their products are precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped's performance package, the ultimate men's hygiene bundle. Join over 7 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you. 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the promo code ICEGUYS. That's promo code I-C-E-G-U-Y-S at manscaped.com. If my math is correct, it's about 14 million balls that you can preserve. The Performance Package 4.0 is the complete accessory package to take care of everything that is required. You've got, of course, the Lawnmower 4.0 takes care of your facial hair uh, and among other things. Uh, you've got, of course, the Weed Whacker. I'm approaching 40. Nose hair has become a major issue. It pisses the hell out of me. I need to take care of that shit, and the Weed Whacker can help you do that. Both of these products, waterproof and a 4,000K LED spotlight for a more precise shave. And you'll also be able to take care of those delicate areas with the ball toner, with the ball deodorant. Keep you smelling good, looking good, and feeling good down in the nether regions. This complete performance package 4.0. We'll take care of everything for you, for all you guys out there. And it's courtesy of our good friends at Manscaped.com. So get 20% off and free shipping with the promo code ICEGUYS at Manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at Manscaped.com. And use promo code ICEGUYS. Unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job with Manscaped. All right, we're back here and ready to wrap up with uh, best bets. Yeah, Arbone, great question. Is there a site that has the stat hit percentage of a team to score in the first five minutes and first five shots on goal? I haven't seen one. The closest that I can recommend is our guy Chris Otto uh, at PSU Auto on Twitter. He has the first period. Is there a goal in the first 10 minutes? 
uh, first period totals, but there's nothing I've seen specifically with that uh, in terms of tracking it. So it would be interesting to know because you're right. If, if scoring in the first five minutes would be an even better price than the goal in the first 10 minutes. Uh, so uh, if we had a way to really pinpoint and isolate teams that are really strong of having a goal scored uh, in the first five minutes of the game, it definitely would be something maybe you could take advantage of. Uh, hopefully we can take advantage of best bets here for this uh, Tuesday uh, card. Uh, what do you got here, uh, Ben? For Has FanDuel got it, really? Have I been just totally sleeping on that? Um, it's, um, they have the five minutes. The five minutes, really? Wow, I should I should, I should know that, man. I've been cap capping the sport for you, and I use FanDuel for crying out loud. How the hell do I not know that? I mean, holy shit. Um, let me, yeah, they were first to five shot. Oh, they've got the bet for it. Okay, first to five shots on goal. Who? Wh- uh, th- he's asking Arbone where you track it, or where do you find the stats, the numbers for it? Uh, that's the uh, question. Um, yeah, so FanDuel, you can bet that, but. Uh, it, in terms of tracking it, yeah, I've not seen a, a any place where they keep, you know, the the, the track of the record and whether uh, how, how good they are getting the being the first team to get five shots on goal and a goal in the first five minutes. So I've not seen it tracked yet, but would be good to know, especially to take advantage of that betting option. Certainly uh, at uh, FanDuel. All right, good stuff. Uh, all right, Ben, best bet. What do you like? Yeah, let's try to make it three and zero. Um, past two times I've been here. We've- hit it so let's try to get it again i'm gonna go with st louis blues and canucks over six and a half for the uh canucks the over is five one and two and canucks last eight in the fourth game of a four and six day situation the over is four and oh and blues last four in the fourth game of four and uh six day situation um over is also nine and one and three in the blues last 13 after scoring five goals or more in the previous game uh blues are scoring goals right now and i think that's what uh will continue tonight Ian, I did forget to mention this isn't a best bet, but a same-game parlay for this game. I have St. Louis Blues over 2.5, Vancouver Canucks over 1.5, and and over a goal in the first period. That brings us to minus 130. Not my best bet, but I like the over 6.5, so that uh, complements my uh, best bet. All right, good stuff. There you go. Best bet there for Tuesday from Straight Bet. Ben, uh, my best bet for this card, let's go to Montreal, Philadelphia, over 6.5, minus 110. Been rolling along with these Montreal games over the total, especially multiple times as best bets. I remember it was the best bet from Saturday's show. Uh, let's go right back to that same well and hopefully drink and aka profit from it. Uh, Habs Flyers over six and a half for my best bet for this Tuesday card. That'll wrap up this edition of the uh, Ice Guys. We appreciate everyone uh, tuning in. Uh, hit the like button on the way out. 259 live viewers. And a reminder the BetCast tonight. Join us to either tune in to watch or join us on the stream, on camera, on the stream at 7 p.m. Eastern time tonight. Looking forward to it. The fridge is full. The beers are all ready to go. And hopefully the uh, live bets are good ones and we have a profitable Tuesday night. And we'll always have a fun Tuesday night on the BetCast. Make no mistake about it. Great stuff. A reminder, the Ice Guys is live seven days a week. Monday to Friday, 2 p.m. Eastern, Saturday and Sunday, noon Eastern. And download the podcast when you can't watch the show live. For Straight Bet Ben, I'm Ian Cameron. Have a great Tuesday. Enjoy the games and good luck. We'll see you in a few hours for the BetCast right here, presented by National Hockey Now. (laughs) 